Welcome to Faith Family in the Force. I'm your host, Oliver. So today is a very special day because it's New Year's. So Happy New Year's, the first day of 2019. And we have a lot of action-packed podcasts coming to you this month and in the beginning of the year. So first off, I'm doing this solo today because Annabeth is currently in Haiti on a mission trip. And let me just have a proud husband moment because she is growing so much spiritually and just sharing the good news. However, we're getting ready for this podcast, this interview. We did this with a special friend, Jen, who Annabeth and her got pretty close on Instagram. So giving her a little shout out, check the show notes for her Instagram and fitness information there, and it's going to be great. So also don't forget, Annabeth is really adamant about our giveaway, and we would love to see pictures and just what people are doing who listen to us in their lives. So use that hashtag FaithFamilyForce. Every time you upload social media or whatever you do, whatever your preference is, and it would be great to see that. Don't forget to check us out at AB and Ollie. And for that giveaway, we're still giving away one of Lauren's watercolor family portrait things that are really awesome. We got people those for Christmas gifts, and they really enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and leave us feedback. Shoot us a direct message or write on our wall or whatever tweet at us whatever you do these days and enjoy the rest of the show it's a pretty sweet interview we'll dive on we'll dive on into it yeah so. okay you want to start yeah so <laughs> jenna tell us a little bit about yourself kind of what you do where you're from just the whole background story okay so I am originally from Iowa. I was born and raised there. Um, never thought I would leave the state. But then halfway through college, I decided I felt it was best uh, for myself and my growing faith to transfer schools. And I really wanted to go to a uh, Christian university. So I hit up Google and um, Googled like Christian universities in the U.S. and ended up finding like a map of the United States and it listed all of the different Christian universities by state. Um, so I ended up applying to a couple and then decided to go to Colorado Christian university for my last two years. Um, while I was out there a month before graduation, I met my husband and, um, he was at the Academy at the time. And so we met very quickly. He said, I have a pilot slot. This is what that means. Is this something you think you could do. Um, and I actually always grew up telling myself the only kind of person I would never marry is a military person. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. But I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always told myself I'd watch movies. Like, movies was all I knew about it because I don't come from a military family. And I was like, I just, I don't think I could handle that. Um, but my husband and I, I think he brought that conversation up within like a week because we were already kind of figuring out distance. We were a month from graduating. What are our lives going to look like? And, um, we clicked so naturally right off the bat that I said, you know, I've never really considered it, but I I'll consider it now. And we, um, went through like his 60 days and everything's going great. And, um, then we got ready to move him down to Columbus and I kind of said then and there, Hey, I'm not moving anywhere unless we'd talked about marriage by this point. (laughs) I said, I won't move across the country unless, you know, there's some kind of 
tangible promise that's right. on my finger and, you know, we have this plan. So fast forward, it all worked out. Um, we lived in Mississippi for, um, well, he was there a little longer than I was, but we lived there uh, for just under a year. And then at Track Select, he got um, sent to Shepherd. It was like the first class they were doing that with, and okay. that really wasn't on the radar, but like it was. Yeah. So we shepherd um, two weeks after track select, and then um, dropped his plane at Shepherd, and we moved to Arizona, and then we're at Arizona for B course, and now we are here in Utah. Um, I about a year ago, a little more than a year ago, um, started my own business just because with all the moves and yeah. all of that. I was always constantly having to find a new job, um, and I have my degree in psychology, so it was kind of hard to find something that I was passionate about that I could jump in and out of pretty easily. Yeah. We took the leap and said it was time for me to kind of start my own business, uh, means of financial stability, at least a little bit for myself, mm -hmm. to have an income no matter where we moved or when, and... Um, then we moved again, and now where we're currently at, we said, you know, this will be our first kind of like duty station, so we'll get to be here hopefully about two or three years, and I really wanted to kind of get involved um, on base myself and have a regular kind of 40-hour-a-week mm -hmm. job um, outside the house, so I got a job on base actually with our force support squadron, and I'm working in the marketing department, so I... I think I know more about base and more people on base than my husband now. <laughs> they kind of stay in their own squadron. And I'm always like, oh, no, I know that person. Or, oh, I saw someone yeah. today. Um, kind of working with all of the big facilities and the events and all that kind of stuff. So it's super fun. Um, we have our dogs who are actually wanting all of my attention since I'm talking right now. Um, but, yeah, so we're here. We've been here about four months, and we love it. Um, we love all of the kind of – activities and adventures we get to go on and stuff so yeah that's awesome. and then I'm continuing my kind of like all my fitness business stuff on like on the side right. as we go along just yeah. so I keep it going and get to kind of carry on that passion yeah do you have sorry <laughs> do you have any advice for military spouses that want to do something like that that they can do kind of from anywhere and how to get started about you know on stuff like that so, yes, it's obviously, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, I think any small business that you start on your own is going to be hard. Um, but I think the reality of how hard that is only comes once you, like, are a month or two in, two or more months in, and you're kind of seeing, like, oh, this isn't exactly having as quick of a return as I thought yeah. it was. Um, so definitely if you're going to do something like that, make sure that like your passion and your heart are what's leading you to want to pursue that. Because if the passion and the heart aren't there, it's going to be super easy to, I think, get, um, like frustrated and discouraged mm -hmm. the, that it's probably, it's probably not going to boom right away. And yeah. I still know there's so much more room for my own business to grow that I still get frustrated from time to time because mm -hmm. I'm so passionate about it that I want to see it growing faster than it is or reaching more people because all I want to do is spend time doing that. Yeah. Uh, but practicing patience with it is definitely something that I'm continuously learning to know that, you know, that passion is there for a reason. And, you know, no matter how it looks or how long it takes, like it will get to where 
the size and everything it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely in that way, now that I have like another job that's 40 hours a week with nothing related to it, I almost enjoy it more. And like, I want to do it and I want to spend what extra time I can um, pouring into my business because, because of that passion. And it feels more like the hobby again, rather than like the sole means yeah. of my income, um, which takes some pressure off of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's very well said. Like, I think it's so important, you know, that you have like your, your job on base mm-hmm. kind of like as in the force support squadron area and marketing. And then you're really getting to pursue like your entrepreneurial like adventures and just like get it back to the roots of being a hobby. That's something as like I can really get along with and like really cling to because it's so important that you have like your main job and like, yeah, I really enjoy doing this, but my passion is here and I still get to do a little bit of both. You know, I'm still getting to have so much fun doing both and just really putting it out there. So yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. So this episode comes out January 1st. Happy New so, Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Um, so we're going to talk about kind of resolutions. And mm-hmm. one resolution that you always hear people have is working out more and getting fit and being healthier. And so that's obviously why we have you on the show today. Um, so really, how did you get into fitness and making that such a priority in your life? So I think it, I guess we could say it originally started at a very young age. I always grew up an athlete in sports. I was a year round competitive um, basketball player. So my dad had me in the gym starting lifting and working out and all that kind of stuff at like 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of starting to learn how to lift weights and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, thank you. And then, um, as time went on, I continued playing basketball and had to do like weightlifting, obviously, for like summer um, in high school. We would have a lifting program with our, uh, like our boys football coach. He actually did a lot of that with us, and I loved it. Um, then going to college, and I kind of strayed my freshman year. Um, I didn't really work out, I wasn't taking good care of my body. And then once I realized that by seeing the weight on the scale go up, I said, okay, it's time to, you know, take care of myself again and turn this around. And then over those next couple of years, it was kind of a journey of figuring out the method I enjoyed most. I went through um, Pilates and yoga uh, for a long time and then, you know, started hitting the gym again. And then I think it wasn't until, so my husband and I got married, did our like legal marriage. And then almost a year later, we did our big like celebration and ceremony, everything. And he wanted me to get in the gym and lift with him a lot before that. And I kept saying, after the wedding, I promise, like, I'll go in there. But I actually had a fear of the weights again, for some reason. And I thought I was going to bulk up. And I thought, like, all these things were going to happen to my body that, like, I didn't want for my wedding and stuff. Um, So actually, probably fall of 2016, um, my husband got me back in the gym and it was at that time that like I just fell in love with it all over again. Mm-hmm. And shortly after that, we said like, Hey, you know, maybe I should get my CPT and become certified personal trainer. And that kind of is where it all started. Um, and I kind of just kept going from there and seeing that like the method hasn't really changed as much. I'm pretty much mostly just into weightlifting, but that weightlifting, I feel like has allowed me and enabled me to be able to do a lot of other like physical activities for fun 
that I didn't know I enjoyed as much that, you know, now I can kind of take on feeling strong and healthy without like questioning, like, Oh, should I really be doing this? Um, fun. So what's your favorite like way to exercise, whether it be weightlifting or hot yoga? Cause I'm a huge yoga fan, but also <laughs> love bending some iron in the gym, like all about it. Yes. No, I completely feel you there because so training clients, I prefer weightlifting, whether it's like hit and that kind of stuff. But I also got my group fitness, um, instructor certification for yoga is one of them. Um, and for me, it's always, it's like a mood thing. So like, if I feel like for myself, like I'm very calm and I'm very mellow, um, or I just know like emotionally one is better than the other for me, like Mm -hmm. that's the one I'll do. So I also like, I really love a good lift where, you know, you're sweating and you're sore and it's heavy weight and you're pushing as hard as you can. But I also really appreciate, um, like the physical outlets, like yoga and hiking and stuff like that, where it's more of, I feel like the spiritual connection when I'm doing that activity. Yeah. Uh, you could say is like, um, there's that emotional facet to it, but definitely, um, the spiritual side, I feel like I'm more in tune with myself spiritually on doing stuff like yoga and hiking. And then lifting is more like, I just really want a really good workout. Right. And kind of yeah. Just, um, adrenaline going. Yeah. For sure. I saw, um, one day on your Instagram, you and your dad like rode bikes for, I don't know, like a hundred million miles or something crazy. A hundred million. (laughs) No, it felt like that. Um, Yeah, we did Bear Lake, and I don't remember how many miles it was at this point. Almost 40 miles, maybe. I don't know if that seems like I'm exaggerating or not. But um, it was a lot, and that was one of those things where uh, he's a huge cyclist, and he came out to visit us, and actually got myself and my husband more so than I hooked on cycling now. Um, but while he was here, I was like, you know, I can do this and I'll take it on. And kind of this, like I said, I felt like, you know, I'm in pretty good shape from other things. I haven't really cycled, but I'm in decent shape. So like, it shouldn't be awful. And it was, I mean, being able to take in the views that way was something, but it was like, I'm not as cardiovascularly in shape as I would have hoped to have been on that ride because like I said, by the last like three to five miles that were left, my quads and lower body were cramping up. And I was like, this is a kind of pain I am not used to. Yeah. I bet. But yeah, but I mean, that's the kind of stuff like anything active and especially like outdoors um, where I'm, you know, and maybe it's not even focusing on like getting a workout in, um, but just being active and being able to kind of take in the surroundings around you, whether that means you have to hike five miles or cycle or, you know, whatever it means, but having fun while doing it. Yeah. Right on. I love that, that you can kind of like switch it up and you don't just have to lift Monday through Friday. You can go out and play sports or you can go try some cycling or try something new swimming if it's available and just really get the emotional release that you need from, you know, sweating essentially. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's good for you. Who knew? For sure. So, a while too to like figure out yeah because I think so many people think like I need to hit the gym for this long this many days a week and I was actually thinking about that just the other day like especially with where we're living now and we've been going skiing every weekend and I'm like that's still being active like no I'm not in the gym but you know you hit the slopes for three to five hours and that's a lot of activity for a day so I think 
being able to have a flexible mindset with it too, that like, mm-hmm. no, maybe mm-hmm. I'm not in the gym getting this many reps, this many sets of a certain, you know, body part day. Um, but you're still out there doing something active. Yeah. Right. Do you ski or do you snowboard? I ski. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Certified of snowboarding. Yeah. So I'm not really interested in trying it just yet. <laughs> maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> um, so I love following you on Instagram. That's, how we even this podcast came about we don't we've never met in real life (laughs) um but I love that you post your workouts and stuff and very inspirational about you know getting out and being active but then also there's some days you're like I didn't make it to the gym today and you're not you you have to show yourself grace in those times too so I love that you're just honest about that thank you Try yeah. to keep it as real as possible. Yeah, for sure. Um, so a lot of people make New Year's resolutions, and then by February... <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's done. You know. So yeah. what would you say, um, or what advice would you give people to stick with it throughout the entire year, I guess, to really make it, like, your lifestyle? Right. I think kind of like we, we were just talking about, it's not being so... Um, I guess like hardwired for just thinking that only one type of exercise is like what's going to get you to where you want to be. I think it's testing out multiple different ways of exercise. Like try a group fitness class, try yoga, try Pilates, try kickboxing. You know, if you need to like do a lot of gyms offer that like, um, complimentary personal training session, like Mm -hmm. have someone Mm -hmm. take you through, um, a lift in the gym and kind of just figuring out what is it that, your body kind of responds to best. And then also what is it you enjoy? Because if you're doing it for the sole purpose of the results you want to see, that I think is the biggest thing that can lead to burnout or, you know, not following through because if it feels like a chore or you're not enjoying it while you're doing it, then I don't think it's going to, it can't transform into a lifestyle because you don't want to live your life, you know, not enjoying yourself. Yeah. So, you know, and then whether you need to find, um, you know, have a, whether a spouse or a best friend like kind of wants to take on the goal with you. So you have that added accountability Mm -hmm. Um, and you have someone to either root, you know, root you on and kind of push you or, you know, you get to be that person. If you start hearing them say like, Oh, I don't really feel like going being like, no, like we committed to this, like let's do it together. And when you're working out with another person, it kind of is in a way like hanging out with them. So like you have someone to talk to, um, and kind of joke around with so that it's not so serious all the time. For sure. Um, but those are definitely some ways I think that can kind of help prevent you from, you know, by February being like, okay, well that's it. But then also I think it just, it does take a bit of that kind of like willpower and determination too. Like you got to think to yourself, write down your goals. Like, why is this important to me? Like besides obviously maybe an ideal weight or vacation you're planning for or something like why is it important to me to have a physically healthy body? And there's so many reasons greater than, you know, the kind of like, I guess like not temporary achievements, but the long stuff. Like you think about, I mean, even where we're at now, like your heart health that will benefit from it and like Mm -hmm. what you're putting for your body later on in life because you still want to be an active person at age 60, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think one thing that always helps me is sitting down like the weekend before or that, you know, at the beginning of the week and writing out like 
this is what I'm going to do this week. And then mm-hmm. I know, and I'm not, you know, the day of like, oh, I don't really have anything planned. It, right. It's so much easier for me to not do it when I don't have it planned. For sure. So I don't know, for some people that might, but for me, that helps a lot. Yeah. I, think. I was thinking about this the other day, and it's really hard to, with New Year's resolutions, because you're coming right out of the holiday season. So with fitness, and eating healthy, a lot of, for a lot of people, it's really tough to do. So I think sometimes it's unreasonable to say, I'm going to go to the gym every single day because you, you're you going from <laughs> zero to 100 real quick. And it's just like, why don't, okay, let's start a little bit slow and build up, you know. And Anna Beth and I are blessed because we, we do work out, you know, more than three or four times a week, I would say, whether it's yoga or whether I'm in the gym or playing sports. But that's like what I would tell people too, is just like, mm-hmm. hey, start small and let's build big here. And Definitely. So. You want to make sure that in your schedule. So I think that's another thing. People get very overwhelmed very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, that they think like, okay, so I should hit the gym either every morning or after work, like every day of the work week. And I think if you take that on right away, you're much more prone to get overwhelmed very quickly by saying like, well, now I don't have time for this that I usually do. And for yes, sure. it's going like, to usually require some sacrifice and like, Okay, maybe less TV time or maybe, you know, something's kind of got to give from somewhere if you're adding a whole new, you know, hour long activity into your day. But I think transitioning gradually um, will set people up better because, you know, by the time maybe you start at two or three days a week, then you go to four. Like all of a sudden those two or three, you're like, no, if I'm enjoying it, I I just want to do it. I don't feel like, oh, I have to do four or five days. It's like, no, I want to. So that's so good and that really I mean that's a lot of things in life yeah Um, for sure I think even going to church or like spending time reading your bible and stuff the more you do it and the more you learn about it enjoy it the more you want to do it Um, right I think that's a good life lesson (laughs) absolutely and that kind of segues into like with our resolutions and things, especially fitness, right? And that's active lifestyle that we talk. What have you learned um, about God from having an active lifestyle or vice versa? Like what has God taught you? Or maybe you taught God. (laughs) I think I usually do most learning. (laughs) Whether that be something that I want to happen or not. Um, I think most of my growth in my faith has honestly come from a lot of like my physical uh, fitness journey. Um, kind of like I touched on earlier, like yoga and hiking, especially hiking, being active in that way. Hiking is one of the places I feel closest to God and like where I feel the most free and like my spirit feels the most free. Um, and then stuff like yoga where, you know, it's slower and connecting, like you're still going to get a workout. It's slower and connecting like your thoughts and your heart. Um, but even just in general through lifting and all of that, like for me, and I kind of use this as like my, um, my slogan for my business is finding freedom in fitness because it's not just finding freedom in fitness. Like, okay, like I'm physically fit. It's like, no, when you are physically fit, it's kind of like a web of, um, freedom, emotionally, freedom, mentally, all of those things are so, involved in one another, I think that, you know, when you're emotionally healthy, you might be more prone to be taking care of your body. And so you're going to be physically healthy. And when you're physically healthy, I feel like you, 
you know, besides like confidence and all those kinds of things that kind of go up, there's also that connection where like your mental, spiritual, emotional health, I feel like is so benefited because either just the endorphins that are going, you're in a much more positive headspace because you know, you're already taking care of your body. So kind of everything I feel like feeds off itself. And I know for myself when like, because I've been sick, I haven't been able to work out for like a week. And right now I'm just like craving a good workout because I want to just feel like I'm using my body. And I think that's one of the other biggest things is like, you know, your body is a temple and it's, and the way I look at it, it's ours on loan. So what you do with it, you know, matters a lot. Mm-hmm. So are you mm-hmm. going to take care of your, you know, your temple um, and make sure it's healthy and able to do, you know, whatever is asked of it. And that's kind of another thing I always kind of look at it as like, I want my body to be fully able and prepared, strong and like able to take on anything that I feel like God might push at me as like, this is something you need to do now go do it. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever want there to be a reason that I'm held back because of either like injury, ailment, disease that I can help or that I can do my best to prevent. Um, because I haven't taken care of my body or, you know, because I have, then it's like, yes, okay, I'm going to go for it. I can do this. Like there's nothing holding me back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's so good. I love it. Okay. So two things that I think go along with working out is eating and rest. So first just talk about how important rest is. Very, very important. Um, And I think there's, it's so easy to get in the mindset of like when you make a goal, like you have to work, 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 and only the work is what's going to get you to your goal. But the rest is equally, if not more important, especially when it comes to things like if you're someone who likes to, you know, lift weights, your body needs that rest to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, your muscles do more growing and healing while you're sleeping than while you're actually doing the work in the gym. So taking enough time to physically rest your body in between workouts or just knowing that like, Hey, a day or two out of the gym a week is actually good for you. It doesn't mean you're lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the same as, you know, the spiritual and mental rest your body needs. That like those days that you're out of the gym, like take some time to slow down and kind of take care of those other aspects of your life and make sure they're getting just as much attention. Because the way I see it, like if the whole body isn't kind of, you know, have a good, well-rounded health to it, then like, your physical health, even if you're working out six or seven days a week, isn't, you know, it's not going to be up to the standard or, you know, the quality that maybe it could be mm-hmm. if you're not really balanced. Yeah, right for sure. And I think, um, you know, in the Bible, it, ta- it talks about Sabbath and how important that is. And I think a lot of people now um, think, although that was kind of a Jewish thing or that was a biblical times thing, but I think uh, in America we have to realize how important rest is and God knows we need it and that's why he tells us, like, you need to take a Sabbath. Um, so I think we really need to remember that because especially in our culture, I just think it's yeah. overlooked almost. Well, it's it's so funny because it's like, you know, Sunday being traditionally the Sabbath, right? And for Annabeth, it's a work day pretty much. And then for me, like after lunch, I'm thinking about my flight on Monday or what I have to do at work. And I'm sometimes even going to work. So I always tell people, I was like, even if you can't take it on Sunday, like, you know, maybe it's Saturday lunch to Sunday lunch, or it's just a little bit different 
you know, attempt and like give it and talk to God to be like, Hey, I'm going to give this time just to chill out and unplug. We're going to read a yeah. book and relax, you know? <laughs> yeah. So as long as you're trying, like, oh, I yeah. think. And I think it'll look, right. that would look different for different people. Right. But at the end of the day, everybody needs their form of rest. For sure. So, sure. Um, so give us some examples of healthy snacks and meals Ooh. that maybe aren't too difficult to cook. Like avocados. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he loves avocados. <laughs> I had avocado on a bagel today, and yes. it's, like, it's kind of like a treat, but it's also like, it's good for you. Yeah. Uh, but I would say probably the easiest thing, and I don't know why it's so funny that growing up, I felt like rice cakes, their stigma, like association was with diets. Right. Mm-hmm. So my husband and I will take rice cakes, like apple cinnamon, the chocolate ones, the plain ones, and just deck them up, like peanut butter and jelly on them, peanut butter and M&Ms if you want more of, like, the sweet tooth. I'll do, like, peanut butter and honey. Um, and, I mean, it keeps it – I honest, I don't count calories or anything like that, but obviously it's a lower-carb, lower-calorie kind of treat. You're going to get some fats in there with your toppings and stuff, um, but that's a super quick snack that you can make anytime. I'll have that, like, in between work and dinner or, you know, a bedtime snack, like something just to kind of – either curb a sweet tooth or fill you up. Um, we obviously, we also do a lot of like the protein smoothies and that kind of stuff, um, for either post-workout or, um, I'll do mine sometimes as like kind of my bedtime snack and make it like a thicker consistency. So it's almost like ice cream. Um, very, I mean, healthy, I guess when it's just, I'll do like ice, almond milk, um, some of like the powder PB fit and then protein. And then maybe top it with, like, some granola or something like that. Um, And that's kind of like an ice cream sundae in a way. Um, And then, oh, we're very regular eaters of just, like, the chicken, rice. um, Classic. Yes. Um, My husband loves to do stir fries with, like, the rice and vegetables and all that kind of stuff, um, which is really good. And. So we do a lot of our like meal prep in like bulk like that. Mm-hmm. And then because obviously, as you guys know, I'm sure with having meals ready, it's a lot easier when you have to pack your lunch for the day at work and you have a long day. Maybe you have to take dinner with you as well. Um, kind of doing a bulk prep makes it easier in the long run to kind of stay on top of it throughout the week. For sure. Okay. So this is kind of a little off topic, but <laughs> what are your three favorite like weightlifting exercises? Like if you could only do three like, for the rest of your whole life, what would you do? Um, deadlifts. Okay. And, oh, probably lat pulldowns. Okay. And, let's see. <laughs> I was in motion in biceps. But yes, okay. absolutely. <laughs> I'd probably say after those, it'd probably be something lower body related again but i can't pick that's okay that's kind of hard oh no it's not incline bench pull-ups deadlifts or squats if i could rotate them so yeah easy money (laughs) all right easy (laughs) so do you have any resolutions for this year i think mine and that's where i guess like some people will say like how specific your resolutions or your goals should be depending on what you're trying to do. 
but some of mine, I think for this next year are mostly going to be more of the like intentions, um, as to how, like where I want my focus to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think a lot of it is going to be like staying, I guess for me, like disciplined and active and like devotionals. Um, it's really easy. I feel like in the busyness of life and work and everything else going on for, for me to let that be like one of the first things that loses its place, Mm -hmm. Uh, as well as taking time unplugged and like, you know, putting the phone away at, you know, at the end of the day and saying either like, you're going to read for a while. Um, you know, I love Sudoku. So like things that are better for your brain than staring at a screen. Yeah. So I feel like most of my resolutions are more on like the mental side, but as well as like allowing that mental resolution to be like, to have an open mind of being flexible towards what my physical goals look like Mm -hmm. Um, and making the basis of my physical goals being just like a continued um, enjoyment and having a good baseline for health. And then, you know, if I say like, okay, I'm really ready to do maybe like a six week growth and then plan accordingly for that or, you know, I want to focus on doing my cycling for a bit or getting my hikes in like that kind of stuff and just allowing myself to feel free, like to have the freedom to say like, this is what I feel like doing and it's okay to kind of switch things up from time to time without thinking everything has to be very like concrete. Mm -hmm. For sure. I like that. Yeah. Um, Well, do you have, you want to share your resolutions? Yeah. So (laughs) for me, my two big ones are probably, I want to read a book, one book a week, so 52 books for the whole year. And so kind of like to piggyback off what you're talking about is something that helps me is actually reading before bed. Because mm-hmm. like, if I'm on my phone, if I'm on YouTube or on Instagram or on Facebook, whatever, like I just don't, I've noticed, and this may just be me, but I don't sleep as well, you know, and I have just weird dreams. But when I read, like I, I sleep more soundly and like my, my mind actually feels like it can shut down mm-hmm. versus like staying on my phone or especially if I'm still thinking about work. So I kind of kick that to the side. And then I guess my other like kind of resolution is I'm, I'm not going to eat any sweets. So like for dessert, I'm only going to do like fruit like fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, that one's going to be really hard. No, I, I think I'll do good at it. No, I think you'll do good. I just think it'll be hard. Yeah. But, but I'm not like, you know what? I'm cold cut. No sweets. Cause I, <laughs> I can't do my own rule of like yeah. a little at a time here. Like this is an all or nothing thing. So yeah. what about you? Yeah, it'll be good. Um, well you mentioned unplugging and so did you kind of, oh, yeah. um, and I heard, I was listening to a podcast, and they the guy on there said he does a one 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 rule where you turn off your phone for one hour a day, one day a month, and one week a year. And so I'm going to try that. I think an hour a day is reasonable. Like I think that will be good, but an entire week for... <laughs> is I think going to be the hardest one. I, I guess we'll just have to go out of the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the perfect time though. I think like if you go on a really good vacation, like yeah. uh-uh, no one can reach me. You're, you know, you're checked out of work. So it's okay. Like you're maybe with your husband. So mm-hmm. if there's something that happens, like at least he knows where you are yeah. and it has a hold of you. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So, sounds expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about it though. I'm all about it. Oh yeah. So our theme for 
our like winter episodes has been John 3, 16 and 17. So I'm going to read it real quick and then we can talk about it. Uh, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Um, so really we've just kind of been asking everybody that we've had on just what do those verses mean to you, especially at the start of a new year. Um, yeah. I think it's one of those verses I feel like that you hear so often, but when you really take the time to kind of think about the, I guess the, like the power that it has as to like what it's saying that, you know for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Like that right there is, I mean, he had one son and he gave him to us to save us. Um, that kind of sacrifice, I mean, just exemplifies huge love. Yeah. And um, then on Jesus's part that he would die for us, you know, like he was given that one life and he was put down here by his father to say like, Hey, this is your purpose. Mm-hmm. And after oh. Like, if that's what I knew my purpose was from a very young age, like, yeah. how you would handle that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he did. And, I mean, to say then, I feel like that also just adds the, um, like, the magnitude of, like, with this new year, especially this season, it is kind of the gifts that our lives are. Um, and kind of back then to kind of coming full circle with all of this, with, like, fitness and our bodies, like, For God so loved the world and God so loved us that he sacrificed his son and kind of just that full circle that like, how are we to live our lives to sacrifice back to, you know, spread his word and to live, you know, according to, you know, what's like God glorifying. Um, And I think part of that is, you know, the taking care of yourself, mind, body and soul and then, you know, what you're projecting out for others to see of how you're living your life. For sure. For sure. That's, that's a great answer. Yeah. I love it. Because it's so funny when you talk to people about that verse, because everyone like, it's like, oh, that's a famous verse. Like, that's the verse, you know? <laughs> and so, but everyone like always has like a little bit of a different answer or like a way that like speaks to their heart, mm-hmm. you know? And so I love that. It's very beautiful. So. Yeah. Um, so if people want to follow you on Instagram, can you tell what your Instagram, what is it called? Instagram handle. Your handle. Instagram name. (laughs) What's your handle? Um, yeah, so my Instagram with all like my fitness and my business is under Jen's Journeys. Um, you can look up Jen Lowell and it should pop up. Um, and then that does have a link to like my website that tells a bit about like me and my business and the programs I have to offer and all that fun stuff. Awesome. And we'll put, awesome. that, put that in the show notes too. That's yeah, easy. We can do that. And then I know you do, um, like every once in a while you'll have personal training classes or six week challenges. Know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the right word is for that. Um, yeah. so if people want to do that, how would they find or how would they get done, get that done? So I'm actually going, my next one is going to be a six feet challenge and it's going to be launching beginning of February. Okay. Um, kind of, I have a group of girls that are kind of testing it for this first month, a portion of it as kind of a little reset um, to get some feedback. And then I'm going to be launching that next challenge beginning of February. 
And basically, um, I'll always announce it on an Instagram post. I'll throw it in my stories. I'll give all of the kind of information on like the splits, what kind of equipment's needed, how long the workouts are, all of that stuff. Um, will go in my stories. I'll get on and talk about it. Um, and then I also do have a Facebook page for it. I haven't been very good at keeping that one as updated just because Instagram's a little easier, I yeah. feel like. Um, but yeah, I will always post and then I always change my like web link to the direct um, link to that specific program whenever it's getting ready. And I usually launch it um, like available on my website about a week and a half to two weeks before it's really set to start to give people enough time. And I do have a, um, a military discount for spouses, dependents, um, all, all those special people. So that's really awesome. Well, definitely everybody listening, be on the lookout in February. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. So, well, thank you so much for being on the show with us. I've very much enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, it was really fun.